Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Woodland Church podcast. I am a lead pastor of the Battle Creek campus, Lenny Lucchetti, and I'm here with Rev Dev. Campus pastor campus of pastor. our Marshall campus. Yeah, yeah. And he's a good buddy of mine and uh, excited that we get to unpack the sermon together. Yeah. Um, and uh, this last week, we talked about we're in a series, I should say, uh, mm-hmm. talking about being shaped by his story, history. Mm-hmm. And so really trying to look at the Bible in five parts. I'm trying to really summarize the yeah, Bible tough. in five sentences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's so thick and dense with meaning. But yeah. uh, in week one, we talked about creation. Yeah. God created something out of nothing, a world that was perfect in every way, where we had uh, perfect fellowship with him, with yeah. each other, with the rest of creation. Yeah. And that lasted for two chapters. Yeah. Uh, Genesis 1 yeah. and 2. <laughs> Not very long. Not very long. Yeah. And yeah. then we get to chapter 3, and literally all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And Adam and Eve, who could have uh, experienced a, a perfect disease-free, disaster-free, death-free, suffering-free, uh, you suffer everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, they they blow it by not lovingly obeying the God who loves them. Yeah. And so when God said, you can eat from all the trees yeah. of the entire garden, except for that one that will but poison that you. one, yeah. yeah. One. yeah. Why do we always want to go after you the one thing that's off limits, right? And you would never even think of that one if you didn't know that everything else was off limits. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't the get there. No, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, what, a, what a, a horrible choice they made to yeah. do life their way on their terms instead yeah. of on God's terms. And yeah. it it. it, it cost us a lot. They were banished from the garden. They, uh, you might recall in, um, I think Genesis 3, 7, they, they started to hide from God. Yeah. You know, they yeah. realized they were naked. Good. So yeah. they sewed fig leaves together sure. and it really kept them from intimacy with God and with, yeah, each, with other. each other. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, so, you know, the, the man and his wife were naked and felt no shame in Genesis 2. Yeah. And now they're sewing fig leaves together. Yeah. It's good. It shows, for me, when I read it, it shows the immediate implications of what sin does. Number one, separated. Well, if you look at Genesis 3, separated what Genesis 1 and 2 created, intimacy with God and intimacy with others. You see the immediate implications of those two things being shattered through sin, intimacy with God and intimacy with one another. We run from God, and now we do feel shameful and we cover each other up. So now... Both relationships have been severed through through sin. Interesting. You're only three chapters in, and it shows the seriousness of it. Right. You know. And then one yeah. chapter after that, in Genesis four, uh, Cain is killing his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Abel. Yeah. yeah. Like sibling yeah. murder. Yeah. Like yeah. four chapters in. Yeah. And yeah. then in chapter six, God is wondering what he was thinking. Right. Like, I mean, God is grieved. His right. heart is filled with pain. Right. Because the right. human beings he created for loving intimate friendship with him, yeah. have chosen to go another way. Yeah, yeah. And his yeah. heart is broken. They, they, just to read that, uh, Genesis 6-6, yeah. his heart was filled yeah. with pain. Yeah, well, and you can hear that, Genesis what is Genesis 3, right in the beginning, right right when Adam and Eve go to hide, he cries out the, where are you? I mean, if you read that with a broken heart, you hear the heartbreak of a father asking where his children went. Um and and then obviously to back it up later in Genesis six, I mean you just see the the obvious effect of sin. We run, and God continually cries out to us, "Where are you?" 
um, because of that severed relationship. Just a heartbreaking thing, really, when you read it with open eyes and ask the Lord to speak to you. It's absolutely heartbreaking it is. when you read it. it so, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And God comes running after us, right? Yeah, he'll, yeah. He'll, he'll absolutely. Us. He'll, yeah. he'll haunt yeah. us. He'll, yeah. he'll find us. Yeah. Uh, because he loves us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, here we are, you know, again, as I mentioned in the sermon Sunday, we always ask God, where are you? Exactly. Where are you? Yeah. Where are you? And yeah. here we discover that, well, God asked us the question first. Yeah, yeah. We were good. hiding from Him. It's good. And 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 the thought occurs to me that so many times when I feel like God is absent, yeah, it's not because God is absent from me. It's probably because I'm hiding behind fig leaves. I'm absent from Him. Right. At least my true self. Yeah, is hidden good. from Him. Yeah. And so I thought about fig leaves. I want to hear your take on this. So yeah, some of the sure. fig leaves that yeah. we wear to cover up our naked insecurity and inferiority yeah. and inadequacy would be like accomplishments yeah. can be fig leaves. Oh, yeah. Not that they're yeah, bad, sure. right? No. But uh, appearances, yeah. you know, house, car, looks, yeah. um, and then abilities. Right. Preaching, teaching, writing, yeah. Yeah. thinking, managing, fixing, good. building. Yeah. So what are some other fig leaves that come to mind that yeah. we sometimes well, hide behind to, <laughs> yeah. to keep us from seeing our true naked need for God? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, so we did a, a little two-part segment right right before you took on the leadership role you're in now called Hide and Seek. And I was able to spend a little bit of time in Genesis 3. Um, and Genesis 3 actually does a really good job of giving identity to one of those fig leaves. Um, so so uh, Adam and Eve, they, they run, they hide, they, they put on their, their fig leaves. God, where are you? And you see one of the first, well, actually the first interaction with God and, and Adam and Eve, uh, I think, gives identity to the, one of those fig leaves. God asks, well, what happened? And Adam says, well, if it was that woman. That you gave me. Yeah, if you would have put her here, you know, <laughs> we would have never God. had this issue. I told my wife, you got to read that once or twice. <laughs> so, I mean, so so then God turns his attention toward Eve, and Eve says, well, it was the serpent. So the, well, it was the, I think gives a lot of identity to to one of the fig leaves. I know I fall into blame. Blame. You blame, blame your way off of everything. I mean, Absolutely. it's always somebody else's fault. Yeah. It's it's the, the last thing or the hardest thing to do is take Take your own responsibility. Take take the responsibility of yourself. I, I did this. Nobody else forced me to do it. It was my own sinful nature. I gave in to, to my sinful nature, and I did it. Um, mm. So for me, I know one of them is is blame. Yeah. Um, also, you Genesis three. You look you look at it, and Adam and Eve were unfamiliar with how God would respond to their sin. They never had they never had to deal with that part of God. They, they right. always dealt with the intimate part, and That's now. Right. Oh my gosh, we disobeyed. I don't know what to expect now at this yeah. point. Uh, so they run out of fear. I I sometimes even today will, you know, find myself um, giving into something that I know the Lord has asked me not to give into, and still to this day I'll run because I don't know what to expect. Exactly. Although you know I know I'm forgiven, but still my human tendency yeah. you can see is still wired the same way Adam and Eve were. I just want to run. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I think a sign of Christian maturity, Dev, is because all of us fall. All of yeah. us sin and fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. Hopefully, as we grow in grace, we sin less, mm -hmm. not more. Mm -hmm. But I think what we learn to do in time, because my knee-jerk response when I, when I mess up, when yeah. I fail God in some way, yeah. I want to run and hide from Him, too. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, but I think Christian maturity is when you fall, you yeah. get up and yeah. you run back That's to good. God quickly. That's if really not, good. you go on some you go on, some yeah. sin spree, yeah. Yeah. you know. And yeah. like I say, if you if you struggle with drinking, right, or yeah. or say pornography, and you you mess up, yeah. Uh, instead of going on a week long or two week long binge yeah. because you're ashamed, yeah. get up, 
run to God. Right, right. Let him find right. you where you are. Yeah, And yeah. Let, him, let him forgive you and love you. Kind of like I was talking about with my kids having to interrogate. Yeah. Um, have to get them to confess yeah. and be contrite. Yeah. And and when I when I have to squeeze a confession out of them yeah. for something they did, yeah. I'm not as happy with it. Right, right. That's good. But when they confess and come clean instead of cover up with fig leaves, and yeah. when they're truly contrite, they're sorry. Yeah. Oh, I just want to hug them, hug kiss them, them yeah, and send them on yeah. their way. Okay. Welcome back. Go and send yeah. no more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And God's yeah. the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, the, the fig leaves. Yeah, and I think you're right about the blame game. My goodness. Yeah. Eve blamed the Satan. Oh, geez. serpent. Yeah. The serpent. The serpent tricked me. Yeah, exactly. And then Adam, as you said, blamed yeah. Eve, the woman yeah. you gave me. And yeah. I think we often blame God yeah. uh, for evil, Yeah. for problems. Why would you allow this to happen? Yeah. Why did you? Yeah. yeah. And I was trying to make the case that, you know, God, God didn't create a world with yeah. any pain. Yeah. What allowed the pain and suffering to enter the world was our was Adam and Eve's choice, that, which we yeah. make as well. So yeah. um, how do you explain that? So if somebody says to you in your congregation, Dev, you know, uh, how do you explain uh, the 9-11 terrorist attacks? Or how do you explain a tsunami that wiped out yeah. thousands of people? Yeah. Uh, could God not have stopped it? Uh, did God cause it? Is God to blame for it? What would you say? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, a, I mean, great questions. Number, I mean, and very tough questions to answer, answer number one. What you just said perfectly, no, God did not create that. And no, God uh, did like did. Here's one that I get, and you probably get this all the time. Did God send COVID nineteen? Mm-hmm. Did he was he the one that sent that? Like, if he, wow. if, why would he do such a thing? Yeah. Well, I can tell you one thing: God sent, and that's His Son Jesus Christ yeah. to provide us uh, a, the. I don't want to give away the rest of our series. Here, <laughs> Come this yeah. Sunday, yeah, exactly. Come this Sunday, you're going to find out what yeah. God sent. Uh, <laughs> so let me not tease that out too much. Did He send it? Absolutely not. Is now can He use any of it? For, for our good and his glory. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I and I hold I see that time and time again in my own life where I look back and I say, God, why would you allow something like this to happen to me or 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 a big one for me? For some reason, the way I'm wired, I feel like I can always handle it. It's when I see somebody I love going through, you know, cancer or or a loss of a job. That it's just devastating. Um so, so my, my response is, no, did God send it? Absolutely not. But let me tell you about the faithfulness and the goodness of God. He will use it for your good and His glory. I promise you that. Um, very tough question to answer. I, you probably have a, a good insight on that. I mean, I just, yeah, I, like you said, I just, you never want to blame God. Because again, yeah. I, and again, I think the reason why I'm spending so much time, we're spending so much time on Genesis 1, 2, mm-hmm. and 3, mm-hmm. two, I mean, that's that's two sermons out of a five-sermon yeah. series on yeah. the whole Bible. We're, right. in, we're in three chapters yeah, for two exactly. weeks. Yeah, you can unpack it. Um, because it's so crucial to understanding the unfolding of the rest of the story yeah. because <clears throat> you realize, as, as you see in Genesis 1 and 2, the world God created yeah. was pain-free, sin-free, yeah. death-free. Yeah. Uh, we blew it in yeah. Genesis 3. Yeah. And then there is... A redeemer who comes yeah, along yeah, in yeah. the Gospels, yeah, yeah, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is Jesus, uh, the redeemer. So we'll talk about that this week. But yeah, yeah, God is not the blame, but God can certainly redeem our our pain. Oh, and so absolutely. if you yeah. if you have regrets in your past, I know I do. Oh, geez, uh, and you wonder how in the world God could redeem them. Yeah, uh, He can. Yeah, he, he can find a way to take a a, a sour situation He didn't cause. Yeah. And work it out for good. Romans yeah. eight twenty eight. God works all things together for the good of those who call, Amen. who are called by Him, yeah, and who love Him. And so uh, God will find a way to redeem even the yeah. junk. Yeah. That's the beauty of God. That's His Amen. mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the business. Let me ask you this: because uh, Genesis two, uh, nope, Genesis three gives good light to this. It's a little bit more 
subtle. Uh, I don't know if you read Genesis 3 once, you'd, you'd get it. But I, I, I preached this a little bit in that Hide and Seek series, and I'd like to bounce it off of you. Um, so if, if you look at the interaction between God and... So, so God gives Adam the command, don't eat from the tree, right? But then uh, the serpent comes to Eve. So, so let's just let's just assume, right? I mean, or maybe not assume, but let let's say that it was Adam's job to relay that command to Eve. Would I be correct in saying that? Yeah, and my my assumption is he probably did, but maybe because yeah. again, that was that was before there were any fig leaves between human beings. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah. I imagine they were pretty open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I think it's it's pretty slick that Satan would come to Eve. And here's why. I called it, when I preached it, I called the secondhand command. The serpent knew that Eve didn't get that command directly from God. That, was, that had to be relayed through another human vessel. In my life, and I'm sure in your life and in your life, when I get a command from a second, from a human vessel, it doesn't sit so well in my soul as if I get it directly mm-hmm. from my creator. Mm-hmm. So it, it, for some reason, as I read that, it didn't surprise me in Satan's uh, character that he would come after the person that didn't receive the command directly from God. Mm-hmm. She received the command directly from another human. I get, here's what I'm getting at. It, even in the third chapter of the Bible, it shows the importance of a personal, intimate relationship with God where you're getting your own commands from God. You're going to him. and Because sometimes a lot of people will like to get their commands from you, yeah. being the pastor yeah. or the preacher, yeah. it, it, or, or get their commands from a friend that maybe is, is more of a mature believer than they are. And they don't hone in on developing their own personal relationship with the Lord. Yep. Um, totally. So do you see that in Genesis 3? Do you see the importance there of uh, intimate your own personal Absolutely, you know, yeah. absolutely. Because you know, one and that's a good insight. Uh, and one of my one of my prayers as pastor is that I will I will connect people not just to me, yeah, but I can just be a conduit through mm-hmm. which people connect to Christ, yeah, yeah. personally. Yeah. So if all I do is 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 get people to like me and they like my preaching or they just like my pastoral ability, but they yeah. never get past me to the the God behind me yeah. who wants a relationship with them, then, yeah. then I have failed. That's good. And a lot yeah. of times we, yeah. you, know, you know, a lot of times we in leadership uh, put that on ourselves. Yeah. You know, we like yeah. to connect people to us. That's yeah. not what we're called yeah. to. Yeah. We're good. called to connect people to the ultimate shepherd. Yes. Who's God. And uh, I, I, I would, I would say, you know, on, on that thought, Dev, like the, I think Eve gets a bad rap a lot yeah, because so. yeah. she, she took the bite first, yeah, right? Sure. And then gave yeah. some to Adam. Yeah. So she yeah. seems like the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe looking at it from another perspective, Adam really dropped the ball because he yeah. did not convey exactly. what God had the said. So even though you're saying that we yeah. have to get our commands directly from God, yeah. uh, God does speak, speak through other him. people to Absolutely. us. In fact, a lot of yeah. times for me, it's it's me wondering, did God really say that? And, yeah. then, and then my friend Deb saying, hey, Len, I think you ought to. And then, oh, it's confirmed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so uh, I think really Adam dropped the ball big yeah. time. Yeah, uh, yeah. If he did not convey to Eve. Again, yeah. we, it's all speculative. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Who it knows? shows the importance for both, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think what, what should be clear by now after three chapters is yeah. that God created us for an intimate, eternal relationship with him. Oh, bingo. He, he wants yeah. He wants to know and be known, love and be loved by us. Yeah, and we dropped the ball. We uh-huh. we got ourselves in a bit of a pickle in yeah. Genesis three. Yeah, and the rest of the Old Testament really is trying to work our way out of the pickle. Yeah, the mess. Good. Yep, absolutely. And the, the law uh, 
and the prophets were good, but yeah. all they really could do was expose the mess we're oh, in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They couldn't erase it. No, 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 no. But the good not. news is coming. Yeah. Because in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospel is the be. New Testament. Yeah. God figures out a way. Yeah. To do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So come on Sunday. Come on Sunday. I'm excited <laughs> for it now. You want to preach it now? <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, yeah. Well, any, any last words? No, I think I think that's good. I think Genesis one through three. You could spend a whole series just on that if you wanted to. But boy, am I excited to see uh, see see what's coming this weekend. I don't want to give anything else. Away. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna yeah. be fun. <laughs> hey, we uh, within church. We love you and uh, excited to journey with you in Christ yeah. and hope to see you Sunday as we worship uh, Jesus Christ. He yeah. is present in yeah. our in our services. He's powerful, and he has a way to give peace yeah. uh, that's lasting. So hope to see you Sunday. God yeah. bless. See you Sunday.